Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. not gay i have relationships with women and sex with men and i got news for you that means you're gay (laughs) (laughs) good morning everyone it's one and only me the girl that kind of comes to you live on this edition of rogue news in the morning with my main man el cuco who's working the airways make sure the broadcast coming out crispy and clean you know what I mean? Check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single podcasting app known to humanity. We are everywhere you want us to be in a bag of chips. And also check out our paid sponsors, mycbdedibles.com. Mycbdedibles.com for all your CBD edible goodness. Siege, what do they got going on? Right now, you can get over there and get 25% off all products. Get ready for a festive Halloween. I know a lot of people are doing the Silver October. Uh, had somebody order 10 bags of gummies because they said, hey, listen, I'm doing Silver October. I need a little something, something to get me through this month. So, yeah, check it out. All products, 25% off. Also, uh, purchase $100 more and save you a little bit on shipping as well. Absolutely. That's what's up. And also check out NeuroTracker, NeuroTrackerX.com. You want to train your brain while you do your CBD. Well, this is the place to be. NeuroTrackerX.com. Whether you're a 5-year-old or you're 105, this is the most researched product for cognitive training on planet Earth. Over 60-plus published studies, over 50-plus patents, several peer-reviewed uh, research papers. I mean, you name it. This is it. Get the edge. NeuroTrackerX.com. NeuroTrackerX.com. Join up. And if you're interested in reselling the product, we have a. I'll send email me and I'll send you a link where you can go ahead and you can start reselling it to clinics. You can resell it to hospital network. You name it. You can make yourself a nice boatload of cash reselling NeuroTracker. It's a powerful, powerful device. And with that being said, El Cuco, what's going on, brother? Hey, good morning, brother. Doing doing well. Um, yeah, man. I tell you what, just the information cycle is just crazy. A lot of a lot of things going on. V, you know, what, what, what do you have going on, bro? Well, you know, nothing much. You know, it's just n- nothing's happened, bro. It's been a pretty quiet news cycle. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, 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 everything's good. Um, uh, we're the greatest economy in the world. Uh, the economy is doing great. Um, the world is at peace. Uh, Joe Biden's the greatest president of our lifetime, Siege. I mean, 
Ever. Everything's good. I think we can end the broadcast, bro. Ever. Yeah, we can end it right here. You know, Kamala came out the other day and said that, you know, she she can't understand why we ever convicted people of cannabis crimes, of possession. She thinks, she thinks it's totally wrong, and she's always felt that way her entire life. B. She's crazy. <laughs> Yo, these people literally think this is the 1980s and the internet has never been invented. They literally think that they can say things and get away with it, and it's not documented. It's not looked at anywhere. It's the craziest thing. It's unbelievable. For all of our listeners on YouTube, uh, we will be going off YouTube in approximately like five minutes or so. So follow us over to Twitch, DLive, RogueNews.com, uh, Periscope, Facebook, and all that, other, uh, all that other good stuff. We're simulcasting on all uh, platforms. But also real quick, one of the things I did forget to mention, next week we're coordinating an amazing roundtable which I think we'll probably leave up on YouTube. It has everything to do with the geostrategic, geoeconomic, geopolitical. It's going to be uh, Matthew Errett. Uh, um, uh, who else? A- Matthew Errett, Joaquin Flores, Tim, Tim Kirby, Kirby uh, Alex Craner. Uh, it's going to be awesome. And, of course, myself and Siege, we're going to be rocking it out. It's going to be a great roundtable. Don't miss it. We're going to be, that's going to be like a two-hour event. We're going to be covering the gambit. So make sure you check that out. And I think we'll, we'll probably leave that up on YouTube just to, you know, give something to the YouTube crowds. Right. Um, you know, uh, and we'll make sure it's, it's, it's squeaky clean. So we'll be talking about uh, jabs and stabs and blabs, you know. Yep. We'll be doing gotcha. any of that stuff. But uh, anyway, Siege, you know, lots of crap's going on. I think uh, the great Russian general Suryuvkin, okay, Suryuvkin, who is the Russian general who headed up the Syria operations. You see, uh, Yusis knows, okay? Yusis knows who Suryuvkin is. And here's a picture that CJ got up here with uh, Suryuvkin and, and Vladimir Putin, right? Suryuvkin, whose Russian root name, the root name of his Russian name means brutality. How do you like that, CJ? You have a general whose name is Brutality. Badass. That is pretty badass right there. Hell yeah. This is not a, a James Mad uh, Mad Poodle, you know, Mad Poodle uh, Mattis. It's not one of these idiots. It's not General David Petraeus, who's a fucking loser and a strikeout artist, who's another individual who has failed forward in his life. Uh, he is, he's not a Stanley McChrystal, who's a, who's a chief architect of bombing mud huts in Mogadishu. Right, we're not talking about that. We're talking about somebody who's a professional general, a guy who absolutely decimated ISIS before Donald Trump came on board and says, "Yes, ISIS, we did it. We destroyed it. I destroyed ISIS. This is what we did. Fantastic, tremendous. It's a complete bullshit lie." I mean, that was one thing that that pissed me and CJ off greatly is when the when the U.S. came in after the Russians have cleaned up. The U.S. intelligence agency's mess, uh, and and then it was it was you know all the 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 the, uh, the turmoil and exposure that the Pentagon Papers that Seymour Hersh has leaked uh, to the, the, the that was leaked to Seymour Seymour Hersh and then uh, that was put out there was starting to do damage, and right then and there here comes Trump and and and, and the U.S. saying oh yeah we 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 ended racist shut the fuck up. I mean, it's just stuff like that pisses me off, Siege. Pisses me off. It's tremendous. Look at that. One of the things Suryufkin said is this. This morning, and this is the morning of the of the missile strike. This is the morning of the missile strike. And it was funny, Siege, 
when the Kershon Bridge, when the Kursk Bridge, excuse me, the bridge that was connecting Russia to Crimea was blown up. And it was a section, and within 24 hours, they rebuilt it. Traffic is flowing uh, once again, and the sections that have been destroyed will be rebuilt. But one of the things that have occurred when it was blown up, Siege, was the the friggin' Ukrainians who were absolutely ecstatic, celebrating. You had young people in the streets of Ukraine in Kiev, Kiev, right? Yeah, the young people in the streets of Kiev stand. I mean, they, they were they were taking selfies with posters of the bridge on fire next to them. Uh, they had the Ukrainian government was releasing a, a postcard. They're ready to release a postcard with uh, the burning bridge in the background. And, uh, you know, uh, and they did it on pretty much the same day as Putin's 70th birthday with Marilyn Monroe singing in the background, happy birthday, Mr. President, with images of the bridge burning. That's what Ukrainian social media has done. So the Yuvkin, the next day, said, this morning, coffee will not be the first thing that Ukrainians have <laughs> in the morning. And... All of a sudden, Siege, the supposed the Russians ran out of missiles. There's no more missiles in Russia. Yeah, they're out. They're, they're dead. out of they're missiles. Days, they're numbers. Yep. Because, you know, let's be honest here. You know, according to the idiotic, brain-dead, low-IQ, ill-educated, moronic, ass-sniffing, gay, pedophile, satanic West, the, the Russians are, are nothing more but subhuman people that inhabit a country that is masquerading as a – a, that inhabit a gas station masquerading as a country. So they have no industry, and they, there's no way that the Russians have missiles. And if they have missiles, CJ, you know, they're not as advanced as the American missiles. Right? If they have missiles, their missiles are probably the equivalent of the Katushka rockets that the Palestinians shoot on Israelis, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Lo and behold, the Ukraine, the Ukra-Nazis, the Ukra-Nazis, okay, the NAZIs, I can't call the, the name here because ScrewTube and all these other guys, but the Ukra-Nazis, Woke up that morning, and see, I got some. Let me show you something interesting. I don't know if you've seen the siege, but have you seen videos of Ukraine like before the missile strike? Like what was really happening in the capital city of, um, of you know, uh, of Kiev, right? Right. There's Watch a few this. out there, but if you want to bring your screen share up, yeah, I'm gonna do this. This is what this is what eighty you know billion dollars buys you, folks. Okay. This is what eighty billion dollars buys you uh, in Ukraine. So while the um, <laughs> while the damn partying and all this other crap was going on, let me let me just show you this, folks, so you get an idea. All right, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna present this screen. So you gotta understand. See, all this fighting was in the east because the the Ukraine Nazis were bombing the hell. Okay, they were bombing the hell out of eastern Ukraine, right? And they were uh, hitting the Donbass region. Oh, here we go. Look, look. Yeah, this is Kiev. Let me just uh, get back to that partying here. Yeah. yeah, so this is Kiev, right? Kiev never faced real problems here right they they never faced any real issues everything's all hunky-dory so on and so forth is there any more partying going on here oh there's this girl everybody's having a good time 
boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants. Yeah, have a good time. Pass the chicken Kiev, pass the vodka. Everything's great. Okay? So they never faced the absolute threats. They never faced the horrors that were being faced by the people that were living in Donbass, in Donetsk, in 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 um in those areas. They never faced that. Well, the yesterday morning siege, the country that's the gas station masquerading as a country who ran out of missiles, sent several high-powered missiles directly down their throats, cutting off their rail, disrupting their transportation, disrupting their power, their communications. It was bloody amazing. It was bloody amazing. It was satisfactory to me, especially for both of us. We've been commentating on Ukraine. RogueNews.com, the original geopolitical, geostrategic, geoeconomic news show on YouTube. We've been commentating since 2014, Siege. Yep. 2014, Man. you and I have been commentating on Ukraine. Okay? So it was a bit, forgive us if CJ and I feel kind of smug when those missiles hit those power stations. When those missiles hit communication outposts, forgive us, right, Siege? Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've been documented in the smoothie. Always says, I always forget his real name, but I always Andre Martinov. Andre, like he always says, is that the only place that really the United States government, NATO, the West, the only place they really ever have success is in the make believe world of the media. That's the only place that they have success, and people buy into that crap. B. one hundred percent. And here's the funny thing, Siege. I think it was Martinov that said it best. He said, the West is fighting a PR war while Russia fights an actual war. Bingo. That's the difference. There's a great article here, man, by Pepe Escobar. Uh, Terror on Crimea Bridge forces Russia to unleash shock and awe. And, you know, all of a sudden, they got no missiles. You see, we're running out of missiles and rockets, and we're running out of uh, of everything. And, 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 And... because why? We're not an industrial country, really. We're not. We're a service-based economy. So unless uh, the Ukrainians want burgers and porn and, and trash and recyclables, which is the only thing we produce in this country, then uh, they're shit out of luck, right? And here's Pepe. The terror attack on the Kaminsky Most, the Crimea Bridge, was the proverbial straw that broke the Eurasian camel's back. Russian President Vladimir Putin neatly summarized it. This is a terrorist attack aimed at destroying the critical civilian infrastructure of the Russian Federation. Now, since it's a terrorist attack, who else but general brutality? Who else will you call but general brutality? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Suryuvkin is the guy you'd call. The head of the Russian Investigative Committee, Alexander Brestrian, confirmed face-to-face with Putin that terror on the bridge was carried out by the SBU, Ukrainian Special Services. Bastriakin told Putin that we have already established the route of the truck where the explosion took place. Bulgaria, Georgia, Armenia, North Ossetia, Krasnodar, and the carriers have been identified with the help of operatives of the FSB. We managed to identify suspects. Russian intel leaked crucial info to military correspondent Alexander Kotz. The cargo was ordered by the Ukrainian citizen. Explosives packed in 22 pallets in rolls of film 
under plastic wrap were shipped from Bulgaria to the Georgian port of Poti. You see, only the CIA and NATO, who are masters of terror, because that's what they would do, Siege, right? Besides propaganda, the other thing we're good at is creating terrorism. Mm, and videos, yes, yeah, yes. Absolutely. Right? We were masters of, of creating propaganda and terror. Because it's all about psychological operations, right? Color revolutions. Because we know that if we fought a technological peer, we'd get our asses kicked. And if we get our asses kicked in a very public way, then the quote-unquote propaganda of the big bad America don't work no more. Russian and Intel leak crucial information, right? In rolls of film under plastic were shipped to Bulgaria, then it went to Georgia port. Afterwards, the cargo was loaded onto a truck with foreign license plates and proceeded overland to Armenia. Clearance at the Armenian-Russian border was smooth, according to the rules of the Eurasian Customs Union. Both Russia and Armenia are members of the Eurasian Economic Union. The cargo eventually avoided detection through x-rays. The route is standard for truckers traveling to Russia. Now, here's the thing. That bridge and all these other border checkpoints, they have a lot of sensors. Okay, They have a lot of x-ray sensors, uh, chemical sensors, all these other things. I don't know how they packed the siege. But they mm. packed this in such a sophisticated way. Because if, I mean, my God, 22 pallets, man, that's several thousands of pounds, thousands of pounds of explosives. And to be able to get through x-ray, you know, x-ray machines, to get through checkpoints where there's chemical detectors, explosive uh, detectors, that is a so sophisticated logistical operation. And Siege, the way it was shipped, from Bulgaria, right, mm. all the way to to, to, to Georgia, to Ossetia, from there to Armenia. That's a lot of money. That's a lot a of money. Shitload of money. Yeah. yeah. You're talking about tens it's logistics, of logistics, right? That's the logistics, tens of millions of dollars. But they did it because this is what Uncle Schmuck does best. Uncle Schmuck, who's running SBU? That would be the CIA. The CIA has a office, has desks and cubicles inside the SBU building. The CIA also operates out of the German consulate in Kiev, which was also hit by a missile, coincidentally, Siege. Right? <laughs> now, the truck re-entered Georgia, crossed the border into Russia again, but this time through the upper large checkpoint, the same one used by thousands of Russians fleeing partial mobilization. The truck ended up in uh, Aramir, where the cargo was transferred to another truck under the responsibility of Mihir Yusubov, Yusubov, the one that entered the Crimean Bridge coming from the Russian mainland. Very important. The transport from Aram, Aramvir to the delivery address in Simverpol should have happened on October 6th through the 7th. That is timed to the birthday of President Vladimir Putin on which is Friday the 7th. For some unexplained reason, that was postponed for a day. The driver of the first truck is already testifying. Use above, the driver of the second truck, which exploded on the bridge, was blind. He had no idea what he was carrying and is dead. So he was a total stooge. A total stooge. Now, at this stage, the two conclusions are paramount. First, this is not a standard USIS-style truck suicide bombing, the preferred interpretation of the aftermath of the terror attack. Second, the packaging most certainly took place in Bulgaria. That, as the Russian intel has cryptically implied, 
indicates involvement of foreign special services. Now, see, which country has the capability to coordinate with other spy agencies uh, to make sure a terrorist attack, to make sure uh, a hit against an infrastructure target goes through? See, which, which country would that be? Would that be the city on the hill? It very well could be V. Could it be I, the I mean, maybe, you know, just maybe. Just maybe the city on the hill siege, maybe? Huh? Could it be the country that is uh uh you know the, the land of the free and the home of the slave? Huh? The land of the fee, because you gotta pay your fee for everything. Could it be that? Mm. Just maybe. Mm. Mm? Now, Pepe goes on. What has been revealed in public by Russian intelligence tells only part of the story. An incandescent assessment received by the cradle from another Russian intel source is way more intriguing. At least 450 kilograms, 800 pounds of explosives were employed in the blast, not on the truck, but mounted inside the Crimea bridge span itself. I want you to think about that, right? I always wondered how this massive truck explosion would also affect the adjacent and higher, you know, and and, and, and the much more higher elevated train, uh, 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 the rail track, the, the, the rail that was riding, you know, higher, how was that affected as well? I always wondered that, Siege. And I thought to myself when I saw the explosion, Siege, when we saw this explosion take place, one of the things that you and I both thought of about was this had to be more than just a truck. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just... There had to have been an explosive planted on the bridge. That had to be. And now sources are coming out. There was probably 800 pounds employed on the bridge itself. The white truck was just a decoy by the terrorists to create a mirage of cause and effect. When the truck reached the point of the bridge where the explosives were mounted, the explosions took place. So it was a double whammy. Bam, bam. According to the source, railroad employees told investigators that there was a form of electronic hijacking. The terror operators took control of the railway so the train carrying the fuel received a command to stop because of a false signal that the road ahead was busy think about that hmm very interesting which which, which country has that capability to hack into a rail system of a, of, of another country to create this monumental attack on enemy uh, to attack on infrastructure now, all of a sudden, the West is basically saying that, hey, you know what? You want to attack infrastructure? Say okay. Say okay. Which is a dangerous paramount because when great powers get into war, when they have these little tiffs and proxy wars, there's a rule here, Siege. There's always been a rule. And that rule is you do not touch each other's infrastructure. Well, the Biden administration said the hell with that. This is a very dangerous level of, of, of escalation siege. What do you think, bro? Well, no doubt. I mean, there's no way that the Ukraine uh, security could have come, pulled this off by themselves. There's absolutely no way. Kind of similar to the uh, the explosions that occurred in Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2. Can you honestly say that, that the Ukrainians would have been capable of that type of, of technology? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. So what do you have then? You probably have an orchestrated events of... Of the uh, what's it called the Five Eyes, right? The Five yep. Eyes Intelligence, um, uh, Canada, UK, United States, New Zealand, potentially very much working together, uh, a concert of different actors. Therefore, there's the 
uh, the plausible deniability where you can say, no, you know what? It wasn't the U.S. It wasn't the U.K. It was a, a conglomerate of different intelligence offices working together uh, to pull something like this off. I mean, it was damn. I mean, I, and, and this was my fear. of you. I said a long time ago that, that you just give them more time. They will start planning these things. But I'm just thankful, V, that those uh, those uh, the, the the labs that were being built along the, the Russia, Ukraine border, that those were still not in uh, full operation in terms of potentially what this could be looking like. Oh, yeah. Those weren't seized. So, yeah, you can imagine what that'd be look like. Right. I mean, oh, yeah. They, they would definitely use chemical weapons again and attempt to blame blame Russia. So so we here, here we already have it and we already have certain certain uh, people that are interviewing NATO intelligence saying, well, we're fairly confident that the Russians did this themselves. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like the uh, nuclear power plant that they're that they're controlling. The Russians had to take a nuclear power plant because the freaking crazy Ukrainians under the orders of the Americans with telemetry. And, and and targeting provided by the C, the cocaine import agency, right, were shelling their own nuclear power plant in order to blame Russia and and create a nuclear fallout. They were willing to go full on Chernobyl 2.0, which would see this is the problem. We live in a country where they're either stupid oh siege. We live in a country that the people that are within our um, control, that are controlling this country and leading this country and the levers of control are not only incompetent, but they're evil. And there's nothing worse than incompetent, stupid, evil people. Because the incompetent, stupid, evil people are willing to kill millions of lives ruined by nuclear fallout. And they've said it before, right? Yeah. Madeleine Albright, she said it, that, you know, how many 500 million Iraqi children, maybe that's an over... No, 500,000. 500,000 Iraqi, Iraqi children was worth At that it. time when that stupid interview took place. It was even more now. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was absolutely worth it. Yeah, so you're, you nailed it, V. These people are sycophants. They're perfectly fine going scorch earth. And you know what? It'll probably do some good, V, because it'll help bring down humanity at the same time. So, yeah, let's, let's have it. If God does not crush and break America's spine... If God does not crush and break America's spine, he'd have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. He'd, <laughs> dude, it's the universal law, man. What goes yeah. around comes around. You cannot go around overthrowing 30 democratically elected nations or, or democratically elected governments in 50 years and not expect anything bad happening to you. You cannot be in charge of creating the greatest financial frauds in human history and and being the biggest impediment to world peace and global stability than ruining and killing millions of lives. You cannot dump depleted uranium, okay, in Iraq, okay, and in Afghanistan, especially in Iraq, where kids for thousands of years going forward will be having birth defects and not have anything happen to you, Right? People look at these wokesters and these crazy psychopaths of left, and we're shocked. Oh my God, how is this happening? And they're looking at critical race theory being taught in public schools and, and gay this and trans that. And they're wondering, oh my God, why is this happening? This is the beginning of that judgment from the universe itself, from God Himself, because you could never break God's laws. You could only confirm them. And karma is a bitch with fangs and claws.
Mm. It's just the way it is. You don't like it? You're going to get it now. Yep. You're going to get it now. Yep. This is what's happening. And again, we're being tested as a country. Will we stand up and put an end to this evil? Or are we going to be like, let's just be classy. Everything will be fine. And if that's the attitude, we're going to go into a level of hell that you're not prepared for. It's unbelievable. It Pepe, is. Pepe continues. Already over the weekend, it was clear that the ultimate red line has been crossed. Russian public opinion and media were furious. For all the status as the engineering marvel, Kremensky's most represents not only the critical infrastructure, it is the visual symbol of the return of Crimea to Russia. Moreover, this is the personal attack on Putin and the whole Russian security apparatus. So we had in sequence Ukrainian terrorists blowing up the Daria Dugan's car. Remember that siege? That was the first thing they did. And they admit it. And who provided the logistics, the telemetry, the planning, and all that other stuff? The funding. How, Dude, Ukraine doesn't have an economy. We are funding Ukraine's economy. By giving them $85 billion, right? They don't have a functioning economy. So we're paying this, right? So that was the first thing, Daria Dugan. Second thing, Nord Stream 1, Nord Stream 2. And now the Krimsky Most Bridge, all right, which they admit to as well. So now you're, you're, you're killing Russian citizens on Russian soil. Because you think Alexander Dugan is Putin's brain. Because you're that dumb, you're, you're that much of a stupid idiot and a dumb fuck to think that Alexander Dugan, who's never been in the same room as Putin at any time before, never talked to Putin, never spent any time with Putin, is Putin's brain. Because some Western jerk-off that works for some Western intelligence outlet told you so. And their apparatchiks in the media start parroting this idea. It's the most craziest thing in the world. So you had Daria Dugan. You had Nord Stream 1, Nord Stream 2. You got the Crimea Bridge. This is the trifecta. That's three strikes, man. V, what you're saying is, is that Russia may have been provoked. I'm not, I'm not going there. I'm just saying that they <laughs> just, very well maybe, potentially could have been provoked. <laughs> maybe. Just a little bit. Just a little. I mean, CJ and I might be saying that. We might be telling you folks, yeah, just maybe. Just maybe. Moscow launched the first wave of Russian shock and awe without even changing the status of the special military operation to counter-terrorist operation, the CTO, with all serious military and legal implications. After all, even before the UN Security Council meeting, Russian public opinion was massively behind the gloves off. Putin had not even scheduled bilateral meetings with any of the members. Diplomatic sources hint that the decision to let the hammer come down had already been taken over on the weekend. Shankano did not wait for the announcement of an ultimatum to Ukraine. That may be in a few days. An official declaration of war, not necessary, or even announcing which was, quote-unquote, the decision-making centers in Ukraine would be hit. The lightning strike de facto, metastasizing out of the special military operation into the counter terrorism operation means that the regime in Kiev and those supporting it are now considered legitimate targets just like ISIS and Mm -hmm. Jabhat al-Nursa 
during the anti-terrorist operations in Syria. And see, who did we not several weeks ago, did we not several weeks ago and maybe a month or two ago say that this is exactly what's going to happen, right? That the Russians are going to start turning the SMO, they're, they're turning that volume knob from special military operation with all its restrictions where the army was fighting with one arm behind its back and told not to engage in when the firefight got too intense, the order was to pull back because they did not want damage done to civilians and or civilian infrastructure. Did we not say that that's going to be gone because the West, because the Russians know this, the Russians know that the West is a bunch of dumb fucks, that they're going to, they're going to see Russian restraint as weakness. Yeah, They're going to see yep. it as, hey, you know what? We got the bear against the ropes. Let's go for the jugular. And bingo. Putin saying, warning, I'm warning you, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And that's how he usually is. Very restrained. Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it, don't. And then, boom, he hits. And this is exactly what we saw opening. And we said it specifically, Siege, do not be surprised when Ukrainian leadership and Western leadership are taken out, are decapitated in a Russian strike. This is where we're headed. And it needs to be done, Siege, better late than never. Well, you can't, yes. And, you know, to Pepe's article, which is awesome, I did post a link. Somebody had asked in the chat room for the link, so I did post it. But not only that, V, and, and he probably mentions in here somewhere, but you can also not also have the the rhetoric, right? Like, there's some people who are out there, you know, even people that were lying with saying, hey, we, we think that diplomacy may. You can't be out there adamantly saying, whether you're the NATO or the West side saying the only way to resolve this is to, to oust Putin, the Putin. That's not even a middle ground, right? That's not yeah. even a middle ground. So you can't be out there with this rhetoric stating that the only way that we're going to resolve this is Putin has to lo- leave. There's got to be regime change in Russia. And by the way, you also have people that are adamantly saying we're going to have a first strike with nuclear weapons. You can't be doing that. You can't be. You, what do you think is going to happen when you're out there and you're saying crap like that? You're, you're going to get your ass handed to you at, at some point. I want to bring forth a video clip from the millennial club goer who is now president of Finland. Look at this dumb bitch. Here we go. Where's where's my volume? Did I do the volume right? Hold on. Present. Present arms. Present screen. Share audio. Uh, Where is is this? It's a little... Dialogue box bottom left. It should be. Yeah, I see it, but it's not playing the. Maybe you're muted oh, on YouTube. Oh, 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 wait, wait. Here we go. Okay, I got it. Okay. Friend to avoid nuclear Armageddon. A what? Um, President Biden said last night that Vladimir Putin may need an off ramp to avoid a nuclear Armageddon. Off ramp? What do you mean? From the conflict. The way out of the conflict. Way out of the, out of the conflict. The way out of the conflict is yeah. Russia to leave Ukraine. Okay. That's the way out of the conflict. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so cool. Did I make you look cool? <laughs> she didn't even know what an off ramp is. She's like, what? What is an off ramp? We the, construct the, one. The lascivious <laughs> whore <laughs> from Finland. The lascivious whore from Finland who probably gets her probably is in orgies at, at, at Finnish clubs doing God knows what. Okay? This idiot whore who is a joke between her 
the other moron who's in, elected in, De- in Denmark and then the horse face killer in New Zealand, this is who the West is looking to for leadership? Millennial women? God help us. God help us. Well, we have to diversify our approach, and it's got to be equal, equal V. You know, we can't. Right, right. It can't always be <laughs> millennial dumbass men. There has to be quality in our approach to it, okay? So if we can't send Kamala, you know, yep. maybe, maybe. Cyber we'll Queen send... is right. This is a, this is a crazy hoe that's got her, it gets her back broke every night. <laughs> Exit ramp. She's still trying to figure out the pullout me- method. <laughs> Talking about exit ramps. It's unbelievable. And this dingbat is out there saying exit ramp has been Russia leaves Ukraine. You got to understand the level of stupidity that's involved in our leadership in the West. It's incredible. It's incredible. Well, V, the most important question of the day is if there's a nuclear strike in the United States, do you think that they'll still have Sunday Sunday NFL games? Most probably, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Hi, everyone. This is Chris So-and-so from NBC, uh, NFL on NBC. Tonight's game is the radioactive New York Giants facing off against the Washington football team who have renamed themselves the Greenskins because they now glow in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. And so what do you do? You bring in general brutality, right? General brutality is the face of right now this new military operation. He is the field marshal. Okay, General Sergei Surovkin. Questions were being asked nonstop. Why didn't Moscow take this decision way back in February? Well, better late than never. Kiev is now learning they messed up. They messed with the wrong guy. Surovkin is widely respected and feared. His nickname, CJ, is General Armageddon. Others call him Cannibal. Oh, my God. <laughs> Legendary Chechen president Ramzan Kadyrov. Okay. Also a colonel and general in the Russian military. Lavishes praise on Surovkin as a real general and a warrior an experienced, strong will, and foresighted commander. Zurufkin has been the commander of the Russian Aerospace Forces since 2017, was awarded the title of Hero of Russia for his no-nonsense leadership of Russian military operations in Syria and had on-the-ground experience in Chechnya in the 1990s. So this guy fought the Chechen War. And the Chechen War, I mean, them Chechens are some of the toughest SOBs on God's green earth. Right. Surufkin's, yeah, Surufkin is Dr. Shock and all with full carte blanche. That even rendered idle speculations that Defense Minister Sergei Shoigu and Chief of the General Valery Gazmova were removed to fo- or forced to resign, as speculated by the Wagner Group Telegram channel Gray Zone. It is still possible that Shoigu, widely criticized for recent military setback, could be eventually replaced by the Tula Governor Alex- Alexei Dumyun and Gerashimov by the Deputy Commander-in-Chief of the Ground Forces, Lieutenant General Alexander Matinovko. And that's the thing. You don't do the job. You don't perform. You're gone. Unlike the U.S., if you fuck up and you fail, you get promoted. That's how we do it here in the good old U.S. of A. Because the truth doesn't matter. 
Nothing re- of reality matters. All that re- ma- matters is perception. All that matters is propaganda. And if we could, if we could bullshit ourselves and bullshit our populations and bullshit the world, then hey, man, it's all good in the hood. All good in the hood. MI6 does have some well-placed moles in Moscow, relatively speaking. The Brits have warned Ukrainian president, and uh, right now the president of a terrorist state, Vladimir. Zelensky, Slava Kokaina, CJ, Slava Kokaina. Slava Kokaina. Slava Kokaina, everybody, Slava Kokaina. And the general staff that the Russians would be launching a warning strike this Monday. What happened was no warning strike, but a massive offensive. Dude, there was over, some are estimating up to 300 missiles. 100 cruise missiles were launched from the air, sea, and land. And as Putin noted, against Ukrainian energy, military, command, and communications facilities. MI6 also noted that the next step will be the complete destruction of Ukraine's energy infrastructure, which is happening right now. And that's not a next step. It's already happening. Power supply is gone in five regions right now, Siege, including Lviv and Kharkov. I guess there's no more... No more clubbing. No more raves. No more raves, bro. No more Slava Kokaina, bro. You know, the CIA is like, damn, how are we going to, you know, how are we going to, like, do this money laundering and and hook up everybody with cocaine and some child trafficking and some human trafficking, you know? How can we do that if if, if the power infrastructure is all gone? What are we going to do? What are you going to do? Dude, when the truth comes out, when they start doing, when they, when they move to having military tribunals and the truth comes out, and this is what nobody talks about, Siege. Why did the Russians go in in February? Nobody talks about there were about 100,000 Ukrainian troops on that masked up, and they masked right on the border of Donetsk, of the, of the Donbass region. Right? Yeah, they were of ready. Eastern Ukraine. Offensive, absolutely. Which has always been historically, traditionally Russian. These are Russian-speaking people of Russian lineage and Russian background that are being genocided. Nobody understood why did Russia go, and that, and we were the only ones that pointed out. Well, the, Russia went in because there's about 120,000 Ukrainian troops that were right there at the border. They were going in. They stopped an invasion, and that was documented by other, and that was also verified by third party sources, even from NATO itself. Verified that. Sixty percent of the power grids are already knocked out. Seventy-five percent of internet traffic is gone, and here's the funny part. This is how we know that the U.S. is done as a superpower. We are relying on Elon Musk for satellite telemetry and communications, right? Starlink went down. And when Starlink went down, they were blaming Elon. They didn't realize that Starlink was just taken down by, by the Russians. What is this, bro? Is that is that the Chechens? These are the Chechens ready to go. Bro. They're massing 70,000 Belarusis. Bro. Getting, getting ready. They're, they're prepared. Bro. It's on. It's, this is going to be wrapped up very quickly. When this, when the, the ground is going to harden this one. There it is. Ramzav Kadyrov. I like when the uh, BBC reporter says, are there no homosexuals in your country? <laughs> and he starts laughing. No, there isn't. But why is that? There isn't. 
Is it true that you take them to re-education camps? Yes, it's true. But why do you do that? Because. <laughs> Come on, man. This is a Muslim region. You think I'm going to be flying the rainbow flags? Get out of here. Look at these dudes. Look at these guys. Absolute savages, these guys. The Chechens. Chechens. Yeah. Whew. Absolute savage. Yeah, they're not. Gilbert's right. No high heels. You know, they're not. They're they're, they're not walking around with with their pronouns attached to their name tags. Ain't happening, Siege. Ain't happening. It ain't happening. And just like that, Starlink went down. See, there was a time when America would launch its own spy satellites and get it up there and have real time information. We don't do that no more. Why? Because all the talented. You know, engineers and guys who actually made things, they all retired, Siege. So now we're relying on Elon Musk with a commercial thing called Starlink, which is not a weapons or defense-grade product. And all of a sudden, Starlink gets turned off by the Russians by hitting it with a, with a, with a special electronic, war, uh, uh, electronic weapon. Starlink is out. Now the, the Ukrainians are deaf, diamond, deaf, dumb, and blind. They can't see. They don't know what's happening. And the attacks come in. The next wave, and I, I love what Uncle Schmuck has said. Uncle Schmuck has said, uh, we're going to give you our air defenses. Really, Uncle Schmuck? Will, will it be the new Pac-50 Patriot missile systems? I love the Pac-50 Patriot missile system, CJ. It did so well in Saudi Arabia when the Saudis were trying to shoot down Houthi <laughs> drones and Houthi rockets. The friggin' yeah. things wouldn't even work. They're a piece of junk. And now Saudi Arabia... dude." King Salman is on the phone with one guy on a weekly basis. Who you who you think Salman is calling? Who do you think MBS is calling? He ain't calling Biden. He's calling Putin. Why was it that the Maktoum family of the UAE, right? Why do you think they are taking a trip to Moscow, talking with Vlad? Well, I thought it was just a, a gas station masquerading as a country. Wow. Real oh, here we go. Changing Rivens. This is going to be the next. You know, since since Hollywood has, is out of ideas <laughs> and they're retconning everything, Siege, I mean, they they Amazon spent $1 billion trying to create some Lord of the Rings prequel, which is an absolute woke disaster that makes no sense, has nothing to do with J.R.R. Tolkien. And as a Tolkien fan, somebody who loves and cherishes the books, I'm absolutely mortified what Amazon's doing. I'm convinced that Amazon's doing it as a money laundering operation, but that's a side story. Why did they retcon this? It's saving Private Ryan to changing Ryan's privates. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> See, send that to me. That's brilliant. I All love right. that. <laughs> love it. And while this is happening, Siege, you have the Europeans buying record numbers of firewood. Yes. And considering using dung to heat their homes this winter. They're, this is what this is what is 2022 going to 2023. And the European strategy for keeping warm this winter is to use firewood and to shit in it into a fireplace to keep the heat going. Burn it. All right. <laughs> I love it. They're buying poop because they're out of coal. They're out of it. Meanwhile, the BOE, the Bank 
of England expands bond buying programs amid historic bond route to end the fire sale. Why? Because the bullshit game of the paper markets, right? The bullshit game of, of fiat currency, right? The whole key, key, the way in order to make a Ponzi work, right? So long as you have a consistent supply of willing dupes that keep buying into your scheme, that's how it works. I will tell you from the institutional side of things that the Fed had a very difficult time in last week's or the week before, excuse me, two weeks ago, their bond, um, their the bond sale, they did the bond selling, the U.S. Fed, the New York Fed. Had a very, very difficult time. There were no buyers of U.S. Treasuries. So, but guess who bought all the Treasuries that was out for sale? Mm. The Fed. <laughs> so we're buying our own debt. Isn't that wonderful? See, that, that's a sign nice. of, of a strong, healthy economy. Oh, and you yes. buy your own debt. The BOE expands bond buying program amid historic bond route to end fire sale and halt market dysfunction. Again, all sorts of Keynesian nonsense trying to keep what is happening, which is a collapse that is occurring with liquidity, is a collapse that is occurring with solvency, is a collapse that's, that's going to soon putting a crunch on the credit markets. And I can tie that down to negative feedback loops that are occurring within commercial real estate space. I can connect that to the fact that you have so many businesses that are either moving out of the country, moving out of regions, downsizing, they're not reinvesting. This is what's happening. And now the world is realizing the West is insane. Well, you you heard the new one, didn't you, V? What's the new the, one? The new spin on the economy? No, no, what's the new spin? Well, the, the new spin is this, is that you know the Fed understands that their efforts to, to, to curb inflation by inter- changing interest rates is starting to make a little impact. And we're seeing that because companies are now starting to lay off. Uh, and and what, what's really driving the economy is there's so many people employed and working that we need to, we need to lay off people in order oh, to taper down, <laughs> taper wow. down inflation. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and, and, and you know what, that that's the crazy thing is that the, the stock uh, buyers, they love that. They love when companies lay off people because they know that that's just going to improve the bottom line. That's what's crazy about it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. So now I w- watch what the Fed does. The BOE is doing whatever it can right now to keep the city of London afloat. City of London is joined as the hi- at the hip with Wall Street. They're you know thing one and thing two. This is it's this is not going to wind up well as we go into the winter. Okay, and it's going to be interesting here, see, especially with. The midterm elections happening, right? It's going to be real interesting how things are going to parlay. Especially, oh, by the way, Siege, what's her name? Left the Democratic Party, Tulsi. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm sure everyone heard that, but you know, what a bold move. And and we hopefully there's more people, especially you know, people influential people like her that understand, like you know, and and for her to do that, finally see the writing on the wall that look, there's there's no there's no anti-war party anymore in America, right? There's no. there's no sensible people and. And that's my 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 greatest fear is that v, there's nobody that's talking any type of sense about trying to resolve this matter. There's no one, absolutely no one. There's a few. They're like, 
you know, tie it back to the, the financial mechanism that, yeah, we can't keep funding this in Ukraine, which I completely agree upon. But again, you know, just the left, right in Tulsi, I can bring in the video, but it's only like 15 seconds. But, you know, she just goes on talking about that she can no longer participate in a political uh, ideology that is fully willing to bring about World War Three in our country and bring nuclear potentially nuclear bombs to to America. And she said, you know what, I'm done. I'm out. I, I can no longer be part of something like that. So I'm leaving the Democratic Party. So so kudos to her. And and I hope that that message rings true, not only on the Democratic side, but on the Republican side as, as well, that, you know, that we, we got to break free of these this, this left right paradigm and, you know, really decentralize the federal government. You know, it's just it's just insane, the mass amount of work that needs to take place. And and where, where you know, if you really think about it, where has it gotten us? Where, where have we arrived at this point? And, and it really kind of pisses me off. Yes, you know, Biden in part did a lot to contribute to where we are. But, you know, it's kind of been back and forth like this the entire time. Our, our $31 trillion deficit didn't happen overnight. I mean, so, yeah, Tulsi, I don't, See, I don't know. She's $31 trillion deficit? That just means we're, as a country, are $31 trillion richer. Yeah. According to the new math and the new normal. And we need to create more debt to help our GDP, darn it. Yes, we need to be $100 trillion in debt with at least $300 trillion still in uh, uh, in derivative debt and maybe another uh, $100 trillion in unfunded liabilities. Let's go for the... F- I want us to be $1 quadrillion in debt. That's well, the way forward, man. That's how well, we get out of yeah. this. Well, and there's a meme going around. I've seen a lot of people posting on Twitter. It's like, if we can just create money, then why are we paying taxes? Exactly the point. Why, why are we paying into it? If we can just create create stuff, money out of thin air, why are we paying taxes? What does it even matter? Exactly. What does it even matter? And I'm sure that, that you know, it's going to be interesting, see, especially this, this coming midterms. We have that video from Tucker Carlson. This is interesting. Why don't you play this, man? This is... This is what we're devolving into in this country. Go ahead, Cheech. What? Video's unavailable. Take it down. What the bloody hell? Video's unavailable. Video's private. Huh. Uh, maybe YouTube flagged it on them. I don't know. So uh, maybe. Tuck it video domestic terrorism. Crack FBI response. Let me see if I can find that on ScrewTube itself. Or perhaps, well, yeah, while you're doing that, I'll bring up Telsey real quick. You're good. That's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness, who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism, who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution, who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, who are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Now, I believe in a government that's of the people, by the people, and for the people. Unfortunately, today's Democratic Party does not. Instead, it stands for a government that is of, by, and for 
the powerful elite. Now, I'm calling on my fellow common sense, independent-minded Democrats to join me in leaving the Democratic Party. If you can no longer stomach the direction that the so-called woke Democratic Party ideologues are taking our country, then I invite you to join me. Wow. What a bold move. Uh, yep. Bold. Bold. V, I asked the question on Twitter. I said, imagine if post-election, after everything that went down uh, with Mitch McConnell, everything that with Trump, imagine if Trump would have made that same statement right out of right out of uh, in, in the January, stating that, "Hey, yeah. you know what? I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving the Republican <clears throat> Party. I'm I'm no longer going to participate in that system." How much more would have that done for independent-minded people who see everything that's wrong with the the neocons? Uh, the the shift. Imagine the magnitude of 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 what that momentum could have brought forth for an independent party in our country. It would have been tremendous. Yep, absolutely right, man. It would have been it would have been a great way to end the uh, the uniparty system. You know, it would have been a great way to end it. I have um, the screen here. Paul Vaughn who was arrested in front of his many children, joins us now. He's joined by his attorney, Peter Breen, who's a senior counsel and VP at the Thomas More Society. Thank you both very much. Paul, first to you. Um, I, I have to wonder, what did your children think of this? Well, Tucker, they, uh, you know, there's various thoughts and uh, processing going on as they're uh, dealing with this and trying to uh, work through what happened. Uh, fortunately, as a Christian family, we do a lot of studying about historic Christianity and missionaries in the past and persecution that has happened in the church. So they're familiar with stories. They know their people have been martyred throughout history. They know they've been persecuted and, and picked on by bully tyrants uh, just in other parts of history, just like they are being in America today. But you're not allowed to unleash the FBI on an entire religion, are you? Absolutely not. And, and don't think because they've been trained, that makes it okay. When, when, I, when my kids go out to the car to go to school and the FBI pulls up armed, running to the door, and one of them goes to the kids and holds the kids with a long gun aside of my driveway and does not let them go into the house, that is absolutely, as my wife said in the video, unacceptable. And so there I'm needs a, to be accountability. Well, it's it's one of the most shocking things I think I've ever seen. I, I have to ask you. So the FBI, the Department of Justice, I can barely say that phrase with a straight face, is claiming that you're a, a, a violent extremist who is a physical threat to others. Do you embrace this? This is how it starts for Christians in this country and all throughout the West. This is how it starts. You're a violent extremist because you decide to stand outside of a, a Planned Parenthood abortion clinic and hold up a sign and quiet and do your God-given right, which is to peaceably protest. Or like this gentleman who prayed outside of a, a clinic and then he SWAT teamed. He has like, what, six kids each? Yeah, I think that's right. And the, and the FBI SWAT teamed him with body armor and M4 carbine assault rifles pointing at their kids' faces. This is where we are. These people, these guys should be embarrassed. They're not the solution. They're the problem. You're playing for the wrong team. And historically, it doesn't end well for you. 
face violence? Have you ever committed violence? What are they talking about? No, I have no idea. Uh, that's, yeah. There's absolutely no evidence of that. Other, the only place that is ever even seen is in the documents that they made up and uh, used to justify in their mind and through the um, justice system, the ones that signed off on this needed some yeah. kind of justification in their own minds to, uh, to go after peaceful people yeah. that disagreed with them politically. Peter Breen, thank you uh, for working on this case, for defending Paul Vaughn. Um, do, do you think that this is actually going to go to trial? Well, uh, Tucker, when you've got a federal prosecutor after you, I mean, we always have to plan for that. You know, Paul wasn't even arrested by the local police for trespassing. Uh, and But those who did, uh, who, who were uh, arrested, uh, were leaning on the tradition of Dr. Martin Luther King. He himself was inspired by Mahatma Gandhi. I mean, this is the great tradition of American civil disobedience. Yeah. And it's not the sort of thing that you turn into a 10-year felony. Uh, Paul himself, uh, we believe we have very strong defenses and hope to, to hope to beat these charges at trial. And I hope you do so with a country that rises up on your side, because this is... He wasn't even arrested for trespassing at the scene, and over a year later, they send the FBI to his house in front of his children. It's really just beyond... I appreciate both of you coming on. It's a dangerous phase that we're in. A right. dangerous phase. Yeah, and just, you know, again, adding to the title in terms of the, the stupidity in D.C., let's... Let's not also forget, you know, that everything that's happening in Ukraine is, you know, piggybacking just right off the potential weapon sales to Taiwan. Oh, because um, we want to defend Taiwan against them evil Chacom, CJ. I, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, that um, this keep doubling and tripling down with no no sanity at all. And I and I guarantee that, unfortunately, the, the left and right will walk in stride to get these uh, weapons of, uh, approved uh, to Taiwan. I don't know if, if Taiwan will be smart enough not to to accept them, but I, I hope they're sold a uh, Patriot uh, Pac-50 uh, um, air defense missiles because those are really good. They're wonderful. They they fail 50 percent of the time. Uh, they couldn't hit a side of a building if you aimed it correctly. But you know what? It's <laughs> it's a you know, 200 million dollar piece of equipment, man. I mean, why not? You know? Yeah. Unbelievable. Anyway, folks, we're at the end of the show. Dude, we have Matthew. On. Yeah, he said he's down for 2 p.m. today right. or 1 p.m. tomorrow. So you're, let's let's you're do calling. 2 p.m. today. Let's okay, bang let's it out. Let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. All right, we'll be back 2 p.m. today, folks. 2 p.m. Eastern with Matthew Eric, the great game. Matt's going to have a lot to talk about. And then next week, we're going to have the geopolitical, geostrategic, geoeconomic roundtable. We have former hedge fund manager. Alex Craner from Malta, from where's uh, he's in uh, um, he's not in Malta he's in Monte Carlo one of my favorite places nice. from Monte Carlo uh, we're gonna have Tim Kirby from Russia the American in Russia Tim Kirby we have Joaquin Flores from Serbia we're gonna have uh, it's gonna be a hell of a show man it's gonna be a hell of a show so make sure you guys are locked in next week. Uh, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna, we'll, update, we'll update all of you in terms of the day and the time, but that's gonna be a hell of a show. We're gonna keep that show up on YouTube. And with that being said, El Cuco, take it away. <laughs>